0: Good morning. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. I'm Aaron Fulton and joining me in the studio this morning, I have Rachel Roy here to talk about the upcoming Heritage and Cultural Tourism Conference taking place here in Sitka. Yes, Rachel, good morning. thanks for joining me this morning. So the this Heritage and Cultural Tourism Conference has been something that's been happening for a number of years now. Uh, what is this conference?
1: Why has it continued to happen. So in the early 2000s, we actually created this concept and um, brought this conference together for a few years. And it was all about um, sharing why heritage and cultural tourism is so important. Um, How does a a business go about that? And as you know, it, it kind of had a little sunset. And In the last um, four years, we really saw a demand for uh, people, visitors, and communities really wanting to, first, the visitor wants to learn about the local culture, Mm -hmm. and the community wants to figure out how do you do that, and how do you do that in a really good way that honors your community, that honors the people that you're telling the stories about, and that you um, are able to really make it... um, a a positive experience for everyone. And um, the the conference is really a a place that we talk about that, and it's a very focused conversation around, um, you know, what are the best practices, what are some examples of other people that are are, um, doing cultural tourism in a really good way, Um, and then, you know, uh, bringing in conversations about, um, you know, national... National, you know, what people what trends are happening, Mm -hmm. what people are looking for. And so it's really this like place where you could be really experienced in cultural tourism and trying to expand your network. Or you could be someone that's just barely starting to talk about it.
0: So, who is that? Who is this geared towards? Is this for like tour operators or or people uh, with small, like small businesses or small mm-hmm. companies? Wh- who yeah. sh- would benefit from this?
1: <clears throat> so it's really um, multifaceted. The um, the. Yes, the small operator that's wanting to bring in culture into their operation is is absolutely benefits. Tribes and um, and community governments um, have are attending to learn how they can do economic development in their community. Um, the uh, Forest Service and um, uh, government agencies are attending so that they can understand how do they change what their practices are so that they can be at the table and um, also bring in uh, culture in a really good way and build relationships. And so we have those conversations about you know inter- in intellectual property rights and about um, how you know even just how do you get started mm-hmm. with that conversation with the local um, indigenous people. Or how do you change what's been really kind of commercialized into something that's very uh, honoring and true for mm-hmm. those people?
0: Awesome, and it's it's this has been uh, this is going to be a, a three day conference, and you were mentioning right before we went on air that this is not only local and and regional folks that you have coming mm-hmm. in to to share their knowledge and their experience, but you have people nationwide with this experience coming in. Yes. Uh, what do you see as, I guess, kind of the differences on, you know, what kind of value does that national person bring in versus the local? Do you, mm-hmm. do you see one kind of pulling more weight than another since it is such a unique Yes. place that we have here in southeast well one
1: amazing um representative is the native hawaiian hospitality association oh, cool. so they come in and they talk about um one of the general sessions we're doing is maintaining a sense of place in tourism planning so keeping that local place while you're planning to share your community with the world right um also i think the um the uh you know, workforce development and labor information. Looking at nationwide uh, uh, cultural tourism travel trends, and and um, so we have a speaker that comes in and talks about um, also like what the permitting processes look like. How do you um, how do you work with uh, even Alaska Airlines? You know, right. and so we have speakers also from the cruise industry, but then also this year we have a keynote from. Um, of uh, talking about indigenous tourism from the indigenous tourism of Canada, and so, okay. how has Canada done this? And you know they've, they've really I think uh, uh, kind of harnessed their first nations from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's a really cool story for us to look and to to learn about what other folks are doing. And I think it's a really relevant conversation right now for our community. Right. And so it's like perfect that okay, here let's go to this and let's let's um, let's listen to examples of other communities and and also kind of remind ourselves like let's get back into the heart of who who we are as a community and how do we um, how do we share. How do we share our culture in a really beautiful way um, with our visitors?
0: Right. Yeah. We've. I feel like the the conversation recently has been so overwhelmed with, oh, my gosh, there are just so many people mm-hmm. visiting. But no matter what, like we're always going to have visitors in trying yes. to kind of take that. Yes, there's going to be a lot of them. We're still figuring out mm-hmm. how that's going to work out. But they're still coming. Let's make sure the experience they have is an authentic one that is, yeah, as you were saying, honoring the community they're from, honoring uh, the people whose stories are being told. It this is, yeah, this is a great moment
1: to try to get that channeled yeah. in. Yeah, and I think it really comes around to the concept and and more and more embraced uh, regenerative tourism. Mm-hmm. So, regenerative tourism is really looking at how you can take a. Uh, uh, Enterprise, a, a tourism entity, and you create something that that gives back to your community, that creates value for your community, that pays it forward. And I love to use the example; it's so very real of um, the Nokkitty Dance Program. Mm-hmm. And so my kids, I you know used to manage the building, and and so they grew up like they were dancing in my belly, <laughs> and um, they grew up dancing in the Nokkitty Dancer Program. You don't have to be. You can be any – anyone can come that's part of the tribe that um, wants to learn. And it is – so it's not clan-specific. It Mm -hmm. uses clan songs. And they've – so for over – over 25 years, they've been dancing for, and I bet it's probably 30 years because I've been around a while now, <laughs> shoot. But um, they've been dancing for visitors. So they have a program. There's a building that's beautiful that they get to use to to share that. But what it does for the kids is they're learning the songs and dances of their clans. They're learning how to um, present themselves and how to speak to an adult yeah. when an adult asks how, you know, what, what their robe is made of or what the story is of the of their clan sim- symbol they also learn job skills. They learn how to uh, go to work on time, how to come dressed ready, how to uh, make sure you have your uniform, Mm -hmm. how to turn in a timesheet. And so my nine-year-old son, a couple summers ago, he came in and worked every day. And he knew when his show was, what time he had to be there. He worked, lined up rides with his grandpa. And he came home with paychecks that he was able to buy you know, school clothes and have a little fun in the summer. And That is regenerative tourism. That is taking – it's not just that paycheck, Mm -hmm. but it's also he learned the songs and the dances. And he can proudly um, share his culture while he's, you know, in culture class after school. Um, But it gives him, like, a lot of experience. And so that is a beautiful example. I think the trails are another really great example of that. Um, You know, the – The money that can build a trail can come from tourism industry and then the community can enjoy it the rest of the year. And so those kinds of thoughts, like as we're developing, as we're looking at things, how do we take how do we take something that is a need in our community, tie it into the industry and then it's good for everyone. Right. Yeah,
0: that's. That's that's such a brilliant thing, and yeah, to see the the positive side, it doesn't always have to be something that's just a tidal wave coming yes. in. Like this is <laughs> this is can be the rising tide that raises all ships, sort yeah, of thing. Definitely. So, getting back to the the main structure of this heritage and cultural tourism yes. conference, it's taking place uh, kind of mid to end of March, yes. March nineteenth to the twenty first. For this the structure of it, is this something where uh, you're signing up to attend the entirety of the conference? Are yeah. folks able to just maybe go to a certain day or or to certain sessions? There
1: are days. So, full registration, absolutely. I would encourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also gives you time to connect with the people who are attending. Right. And because it's a small group, you literally can sit next to the, you know, U.S. Department of. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Name drop. Um, <laughs> but you can also pick a day. And so, this, the. The schedule is all um, available, but what you can do is you can come for one day or come for all three. There's a morning breakfast that happens and then day sessions, a luncheon and um, keynote speaker Um, on the first two days. And then um, there's evening events. So there's a cultural exchange that happens on Tuesday evening. Um, There's mobile workshops that get you out into the community, but really looking at attractions and how you can develop um, your own. And then on Thursday, there's um, uh, a big conversation about workforce. But then also, we're going to have um, Alaska host. Training, which is a really, really great um, training program, that I would encourage all Sitka Sitka folks that work in um, in customer service to reach out to us. We can connect you with a trainer, but we have Alaska Host training, and it's a, a state. Um, a state program that gives you certif- certification and everything. And that is um, going to be offered. But we're also going to have like your other option is how to write a winning grant proposal, mm. which I think any um, or a, a winning proposal. So like, how, how do you structure yourself to write it? And it's a big it's a big block of time. So you're going to probably come out with some really hands on tools. Um, our closing event is a wildlife Cruise with Ellen Marine, which yeah, is always a yeah, highlight. A bang. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so I think definitely thinking about if you're a local and you're interested in in learning more about cultural and heritage tourism, or if you're a business owner that is looking at um, wanting to kind of in, embrace and um, and grow your business and and also reach that that big market share of people that are interested in this, um, definitely look at the conference as, as an opportunity for, and some professional development for sure.
0: Yeah. And like you were saying, the networking alone, just to have so many people in a place that it's common goal in mind from so many different sectors, so many different aspects of, of tourism. Yes. Yeah. It's a great three days and looking at the schedule, it truly, it is an amazing spread of, of workshops and just knowledge
1: being shared.
0: It's, pretty darn impressive
1: line it it is really great um you know and and Camille and the committee we've really um we work hard to to bring those big names in and to bring those um those perspectives and make sure that we have a really well-rounded program um we're excited we're excited to be able to be hosting it again and um one of the things that we're we're looking at is um looking at other communities that might want to host um and doing a rotation of one year one year um and um, so I think this this conference has a lot of opportunity to really make a great impact within the state of Alaska. And it already is, um, there's just really important conversations that are happening now that were struggling to happen 20 years ago. So it's really a really exciting time for, for cultural tourism.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for coming in this morning. The Heritage and Cultural Tourism Conference happening March 19th through the 21st. Uh, the whole schedule and everything is at com,
1: mm-hmm. So you can find... The schedule events, the registration, all that fun yes. stuff. Yes, there's still some sponsorship opportunities. I think Excellent. we've got a, a little bit of time before we hit print on our things. So if you're interested in supporting this um, and getting your business name out there too. so
0: Excellent. Well, Rachel Roy, yeah. thank you very thank much you. for coming in
1: this morning. Yeah.